Tony. Hello Canada, Tony here in Saskatchewan. Today's date is February 20th, 2021. So, six months ago, I had to look it up, it was episode 80.2 on August 16th, 2020, so almost exactly six months ago to the day, I had published a rant and one of the many times that Lewis and I had have talked about the crap leadership we have in this country. Um, but this particular rant, I had gone on and, and just said, we are the leaders that we need right now. And as in you, I, we regular Canadians are the leaders that we need right now. And bear in mind, this was in August. So this was six months roughly into the pandemic. And by that time, our provincial leaders had all but thrown in the towel and handed control over to the unelected bureaucrats known as chief medical health officers. And really, they've only gotten worse since then. And the one exception, I think, would be John Horgan in British Columbia. But he's not perfect either. Because Premier Horgan took a very cynical advantage of the pandemic and in the fall called an early election to take advantage of poll numbers and pandemic support to turn his minority government into a majority. Premier Blaine Higgs in New Brunswick did the exact same thing. Andrew Fury in Newfoundland tried, and his unelected bureaucrat chief medical health officer stopped one-third of ridings from voting in Newfoundland. So we don't know how that election is going to turn out, but it's going to be a crap show, which is what our governments have really been across this country for quite some time is one big crap show. They've handed over control of all public health measures and just defaulted and just said, yeah, what that unelected bureaucrat over there says, we'll, we'll just do that. And even worse, they just look to the east, west, or wherever to whichever provincial premier has done the most draconian and or stupid thing for their province and said, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have what they're having. That's not leadership. That is being a lemming and just following somebody else who also is not leading. And it's very sad. It's pathetic that the people we elect to govern us so willingly handed over control to these unelected bureaucrats who probably have good intentions, but they aren't administrators. And the lack of consistency in their policies says it all. It's very unfortunate when you have these unelected bureaucrats who will say that, oh, well, no, for example, here in Saskatchewan, oh, restaurants must be 50% capacity and no more than four to a table in a restaurant or pub. But 
those four can be absolute complete strangers and they can sit in that pub with no masks on, have beers and conversation. But once they leave, they just can't go visit each other's homes. But then in Alberta, well, you can go out and six of you can go to a restaurant now, but you all have to be part of the same family. All right. And British Columbia is kind of along the same lines as, as here in Saskatchewan. So, like I say, no consistency. And Teresa Tam, who I have lambasted several times on this show, has shown everything that is wrong with putting our faith in an unelected bureaucrat who simply parrots everything that the WHO says. And the WHO has proven itself completely incompetent throughout this whole pandemic. But that's another rant for another day. Because I actually want to say I'm encouraged somewhat because despite these unelected bureaucrats attempting to clamp down on our population, and some of them now are even using their platform for their own social justice whims and goals, I guess I could say. For example, I hear infectious disease expert Abdu Sharkawi, who's on CTV a lot, constantly, every single time he's interviewed, uses the words paid sick leave. We need paid sick leave. And he has all kinds of reasons why. Well, that's government policy. And you're being called upon for, well... I guess to talk about infectious diseases and viruses, but who am I to say? However, like I say, I'm encouraged because this has nothing to do with Lewis's and my rants about poor leadership in this country. But finally, Canadians have had enough. And finally, some Canadians are stepping up and becoming those leaders that we need right now. And that's fantastic. And I'm not surprised that most of these people are from Alberta. Now, I don't say that to put down any other region of Canada, but being from Alberta and seeing as I have been all over this country, the only places in Canada I have not been are Yukon and the Maritimes. And I would say, other than possibly Quebecers, Albertans are, without a doubt, the most freedom-oriented people in Canada. The people who want the least government in their lives, typically, than anywhere else in Canada. And it has shown itself, finally. And I'm surprised it took as long as it did. But finally, some people in Alberta just said, Enough of the stupidity. That's probably the best way to put it. Now, I will give credit. There was a gentleman, Adam Skelly, in Toronto who decided he was just going to open his barbecue restaurant that was 700 meters away from a Costco that was open and serving food and had people lined up to get it. Now, he had problems of his own because that particular restaurant did not have a business license. So uh, that kind of takes some of the credibility away from him. He can't follow the one simple rule that 
businesses need to follow. But there are people in Alberta who decided that they did have those business licenses and they were complying with any health and safety laws and got tired of government saying you have to close because unelected bureaucrat Dr. Dina Henshaw said you have to close. Like the brave woman in Innisfail, Alberta, who owns a hair salon and finally said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm opening for business. I'm not staying closed and going bankrupt. And the town councillor in Innisfail, who backed her up and resigned and decided he's going to run for mayor of Innisfail in the next election because he refused to follow the mayor's orders that she had to be shut down. And I think of the the brave owner of the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta, a small town in East Central Alberta, who said the same thing. He said, I'm not going to sit here and go broke over a virus with a 99% survival rate that doesn't even exist in our town. So he opened up and the government tried to stop him and he basically thumbed his nose at them. Fantastic. And our latest hero, our latest leader, the man that we really needed, Pastor James Coates. He is pastor of Grace Life Church in Stony Plain, Alberta. Stony Plain is a town that is about a half an hour west of Edmonton. And Pastor Coates was taken into custody by the RCMP for the crime of holding church service. Now, unelected bureaucrat Dr. Henshaw had said that you may only have 15% capacity in your church. And Pastor Coates said, no, there's been no COVID outbreaks in our congregation. We're going to church and we're not complying with your 15% restriction. And good for him. Because there is a Walmart no more than 10 minutes away from from the Grace Life Church in the neighboring town of Spruce Grove, Alberta, that, granted, has on paper the same restriction as the church would have, 15% capacity. But there's a good chance you could go into that Walmart on a Saturday, just like Walmart here in my city in Saskatchewan, and take one look around and know damn well they don't give a crap about the 15% capacity or the 25% capacity as it is here in Saskatchewan it's easy to tell when there's when there's lineups at every till and aisles are packed with shoppers yeah it's pretty obvious that there's not they're not at that capacity so good for Pastor Coates and you know what he stuck to his guns the RCMP first came to talk to him told him he, he had to sign an undertaking saying he would not hold church services he said no I won't sign that we are going to have church services and it is our right to do so and he's right about that and i suppose to be fair to the government even at 15 percent, he still is having a church service unlike in saskatchewan and manitoba earlier on in the pandemic where the government was handing out fines for pastors who held church services in church parking lots with people sitting in their cars distance obviously unable to pass transmit a virus but that's another story about crappy poor leadership so anyway pastor Coates 
stood his ground and said he was not going to sign this undertaking that the RCMP wanted him to sign. So they took him to jail. He is now in the Edmonton Remand Center, which is basically a warehouse for any criminals that are awaiting trial. And the police, because Pastor Coates is a very dangerous criminal and a menace to society, told him he needed to go into COVID isolation, also known as solitary confinement, unless he was willing to sign this undertaking as part of a bail condition. Pastor Coates said, no, I will not sign. Good for you, Pastor Coates, a man with integrity, leadership, willing to stand up to the man. So unfortunately, Pastor Coates is in the Edmonton Remand Center until his lawyer can do something to get him out. But these are the leaders that we need, and these are the leaders that have finally stepped up. And we can't let them be the only ones, because... In the case of the small business owners in Alberta that I talked about, they won. They pushed back. They refused to let the police shut them down. And the unelected bureaucrat, chief medical health officer, was finally able to see the forest for the trees and realize we don't have enough RCMP to shut all of these people down. So they gave in. They gave in. They reopened restaurants. They gave in. They reopened the hair salons. So now it's time for worship services to stand their ground. And Pastor Coates has decided he's going to be the first one. So Alberta, don't let him be the last one. And I'm not just saying this for the Christian churches. I'm saying this for every mosque, synagogue, and Sikh temple in Alberta. Go to church. Go to temple. Go to worship. And don't let the police shut you down. Follow the lead of Pastor Coates. Follow Pastor Coates's lead and just say, no, we're not taking this anymore. We are the leaders that we need in this country because the leaders we elected have done nothing but let us down. We need to stand up and say, enough is enough. It is time to take our country back. And that is exactly what these regular people are doing by finally saying, no, we've had enough. We're not listening to you anymore. We have lives to live. Well, Canada, it's time to start living our lives. We are the leaders that we need right now. So let's lead.